It is your time to battle for your relevance. In this message, Pastor teaches that you are a product of prophecy and you need to enforce the prophecy over your life through the force of the Holy Spirit. Hold on to the prophecies of your life and God will raise destiny helpers who will take care of implementing those prophecies. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to the name of Jesus. We are celebrating our 16th year in the, at the cornerstone. Amen. 16 years of God's goodness over that church facility that God gave us. How many of you are grateful to Jesus for that? If you are happy, if you are grateful to Jesus for his goodness, lift up your hands and glorify the name of Jesus one more time. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Give Jesus the glory tonight. Amen. It's time for celebration. You know, you just need to, uh, I mean, if you have this, you know, we bought this for our, our children, but we are celebrating God's goodness. <laughs> Wherever you are, if you can whistle unto the Lord or give a clap offering to Jesus or even do this, be silly before God and say, Thank you, Lord. <laughs> to God be the glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Let's open our Bibles tonight to Jeremiah chapter 29. Verses 11. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Yes. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an unexpected, to give you an expected end. Amen. <laughs> Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Amen. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I want to title the word. It's your time to battle for your relevance. As a church, we are in the finest moment. As a church, God has blessed us. He's been good to us. He's been merciful to us. He has led us thus far. Amen. He has not put us to shame. He's allowed us to serve Him. He's allowed us to worship together as a family in the church, in the facility. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many of you believe it is God who brought you thus far? If He began the good work within you, He will bring it to completion. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And God has brought us thus far because He wants His church to be relevant. Everybody, everywhere I hear, especially up into Europe and in certain other parts of the world, the church has lost its relevance. No! 
the church will never lose its relevance people might backslide people might be you know might lose their love people might go far away from god but the church of jesus christ will never lose relevance if you are a disciple of jesus you will never lose your relevance you are important to god amen sometimes you think you know just because with your regular worship and prayer that you can become relevant but i have sensed and i've seen that many a time if god wants to move somebody into you know their prophetic destiny there are battles there are challenges and especially if you want to be relevant if you just want to be a normal regular kind of person no battles but you want to be relevant you say lord i want my life to be purposeful i want my life to be relevant let me tell you there are battles that you face get ready for a fight but the victory is yours in the name of the lord here in jeremiah 29 it says the lord is saying i know the thoughts god's intentions thoughts are for your future with prosperity blessing and hope not for your not for evil it's god's thinking god's intention but for that to manifest many a time there is a challenge there is a battle amen tonight god is going to some of you are going through battle and you don't even know what it is for why you are going through this battle let me tell you it is for you to step through into your victory and move into significance and relevance for the glory of jesus christ if you believe that tonight lift your hands and say yes lord i receive your word i believe that is for me you will bring me into relevance for your glory just imagine the father has got a good thought I'm a father I want I you know, I mean some of your fathers or mothers you've got a good thought a good intention to see your child maybe come up as a doctor or an engineer or as a servant of God or whatever good intention just because a good thought or intention is there by the father the child is not automatically become that there are battles that the child will face there are decisions that child should make have the same desire there are things that he will have to do to see the father's desire fulfilled in him it is the same way god wants his church to be relevant god wants you to be relevant he wants you to be right up there manifesting his glory but there are times when you have to realize it is your decision you have to cooperate with the grace of god you have to say lord i submit to you i surrender to you let your will be done i want to see your hand move upon my life and you have to work together with the lord and you will see the blessing manifested we got so many prophecies over the church over our lives it is said that every man is a product of prophecy every man is a product of prophecy whether it be to succeed in life or whether it be for your own salvation so it is important that you discover your own prophecy
destiny is when you discover the prophecy over your life salvation is when you discover the prophecy over your soul it is said that there are five ways that a prophetic word comes one is when you hear the word of god say that with me when i hear the word of god when i hear the word of god the holy spirit will will impress upon you or convict you or show you something from the word that you know is for you then there is people from the enemy who will sometimes declare something over your life in numbers 22 children of israel traveling onto the promised land they on the journey balak and balam balam the prophet is been hired to prophesy to speak forth so that israel does not become a great nation it reduces in its impact so get these people to prophesy but tonight every word spoken over your life whether it be from your friends from family from people around you that is trying to reduce you or make you lose your significance for the kingdom of god in the name of jesus tonight may it be broken over your life if you're receiving and say a loud amen There are people in your family who can speak either negative or positive. People around you. Then it is said that the prophecy, the greatest prophecy is your own character. Your own character, your character is showing forth what you're going to be. If you're continuously drinking, your character is showing you it's a prophetic gesture, you know you're going to have liver cirrhosis at the end of it. <laughs> your character, how you behave, makes you become who you are supposed to be or who you become. You become how you behave. So if I can look at somebody's life it is said that somebody said that you know if you can ask somebody what they watch on TV you can predict what their future is going to be if they're before Netflix all the time chances are that you're going to be in a fantasy world they're very far from reality what you watch what you say of who you are that is showing forth your future and then there is the prophecy of your own words what you say with your own mouth 
So tonight, even as I use your, as a servant of God, speak forth the word. You open your mouth and you say amen to the promises of God that you will be relevant, that you will advance, that you will go forward, that you will advance from the back and you will go forward and make an impact for the kingdom of God, that you won't be a slave, that you will be walking in the freedom of the Holy Spirit, that you will come to your place of honor when God honors you, that you will come to a place where God is manifested for this presence in you and through you open your mouth and say I receive it in the name of Jesus life is not turn by turn life is force by force you got to learn to apply force to be relevant there is a prophecy over your life you need to enforce it it is said that either your life is pathetic or is it prophetic we as a church I believe we are prophetic God did not allow us to be pathetic it was prophecies 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 by the Holy Spirit that has released our church to be where we are today and it is prophecies that will be the impact Hallelujah in our lives and that will be the force behind every success that we have it will be the Holy Ghost open your mouth and it is the Holy Spirit it is the force of the Holy Spirit what is prophecy prophecy is the force that controls your future I had no, I mean, I never ever in my life thought that I would carry the Bible to travel through the nations. If it was not for prophetic words spoken over my life, I couldn't speak. I, I mean, I didn't have whatever it takes to be a servant of God or a man of God. But it is the word. So I believe in prophecies. Prophecy is the catalyst that removes the restrictions in your life. It is the prophet Jeremiah prophesying over the nation of Israel in Babylon. What is a catalyst? Something that energizes or enables or boosts. It's like a booster. H2O, water. The catalyst is platinum that is added to it. So the prophecy is like a catalyst. It energizes you. It boosts you. That's why Paul would write to Timothy and say, stir up the gift of God that is within you. In 1 Thessalonians 5, he said, do not despise prophecies. What is prophecy? Prophecy is the platform for the formation of your future. And if you, I mean, you can read from Genesis to Revelation, study it, learn it by heart. That is very good. But unless God says, we picked up that land because there was a prophetic word, a prophetic dream that I saw. 
Now where in Genesis to Revelation does it say that I can I need to go and buy the property there? But it is your relationship with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. And it's just not about the church, it is about your life. You know, let me give see how many of you have a phone? Let me give you an example. You have a phone, phone at home, you have a phone in your hand. Are you the first person to use that phone? Yeah, you bought it first hand. But are you the first person to use that phone? No. Because the manufacturer he tested the phone whichever company it is before they assembled it they checked out whether that you know huh? whether the hand screen is working whether speakers are working whether it's the youtube is working whether you know the touch screen is working he he tested it while before he assembled it and then he disassembled it put it in a box and send it because that's why they gave you the warranty they are very confident this thing will work because they checked it out before it's the same way god saw you as a doctor or as a businessman or as a pastor or evangelist even before you were born god assembled it in heaven and said okay this is it works it works and then maybe disabled you and put you into your mother's womb and you came onto the planet earth that is what jeremiah says god says i know i know you you even while you were in your mother's womb i ordained you as a prophet god is saying i set you apart way before you were born Or tonight if you say lift your hands and say holy spirit reveal the plan of my life what you assembled me for in heaven oh lord how what you want me to become what you want me to be i surrender lord to your will blessed be the name of jesus you can't enforce what you don't know are you with me It is only when I realize through a prophetic word that I'm called I could say Lord here I am That becomes your identity a prophetic word especially if it is coming from the right source You know Goliath when he stood before Israel the children of Israel could not take him out why because 1 Samuel 17 says they saw themselves as servants of Saul but David comes in and he says I'm not a servant of Saul I'm I belong to the army of the living God who are you a Philistine see he he had relevance he battled through and won why because he realized who he was 
May that be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your voice and say, I have a prophecy. Open your mouth and say, I have a prophecy from God. Amen. Amen. See, you might not have money. You might not have a family name. You might not have a job. But if you have a prophecy, that's good enough. That is good enough. I said, that is good enough. That is good enough. Amen. If you have a prophecy, and there are prophecies over the church, there are prophecies over your life. Don't despise it. Don't reject it. Because it is through prophecy that you can fight the battle. God has spoken. Who are you, devil? Look at Second Samuel, Second uh, Kings, chapter one, eleven and twelve. Two Kings, chapter one, eleven and twelve, and thirteen and fourteen. Uh, uh, not eleven, twelve, thirteen and fourteen. And Elijah answered and said unto them, If I be a man of God, mm. let fire come down. Second from Kings, chapter one, verses. Not Second Kings. First Kings, sorry. First Kings chapter one, verses eleven and twelve. Eleven, uh, twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. One Kings chapter one, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Now therefore come, let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel that thou mayest save thine own life and the life of thy son Solomon. Go and get thee in unto King David and say unto him. Didst not thou, my lord, O king, swear unto thy handmaid, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? Why then that doth Adonijah reign? Mm. Behold, while thou, while thou were talkest there with the king, I also will come in after thee and confirm thy words. Amen. You can read through the chapter later. That is the 14th verse is I will enforce thy words. There's a prophetic word. Nathan the prophet had prophesied that Solomon would be the king after David. And Adonijah is sitting on the throne. Solomon is supposed to be relevant and he's the one who's got the prophetic word and supposed to sit on the throne. But Adonijah is sitting on the throne. So the prophet is coming and saying, listen, you want your relevance, Solomon, Bathsheba, remember, God has already spoken about Solomon. You need to enforce that prophetic word. Are you with me? It is not automatic. God has got the intention that Solomon should be the king. The desire, the plan is for relevance and significance. Solomon, you are the one. But somebody else is sitting there. How do you evict that? By the prophetic word. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Prophecy is a blueprint of your future. Of your footprint where you're supposed to travel. Bathsheba had a relationship with David. David is the man who killed her husband. Bad story. Has a son, 
called Solomon. And God is speaking, speaking through the prophet over that son and saying, listen. Now Solomon's birth had some questions, question marks. Hey, can this man be relevant? But God is speaking to the prophet and saying, Solomon is the one, 2 Samuel 11, first verse says, you know, God loved Solomon. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Christians won't love Solomon. Because this guy is questionable. This guy is questionable. This guy is questionable. This girl is questionable. But sometimes the ones whom Christians cannot love, Christ can love. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lift your hand and say, Thank you, Jesus, that you love me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes God's choice is devil's target. Solomon, you're facing a battle. There's a prophecy over your word. God loves you. People might question whether you need to be relevant. I'm speaking to some people here. It doesn't matter in which sphere of life you are in, what age, God does not want you to lose your relevance. Sometimes, you know, old people say, you know, I'm no longer relevant. None of my children listen to me. That's a lie of the devil. Even in your old age, May you be relevant, may your words, may your prayers, may your actions, your cooking, everything be relevant. When God chooses somebody, sometimes the devil targets. You have some honey, pour it on the ground, the ants will attack it. There is something that God always told me. Stand with people who are attacked. Connect with them. Stand with them. There's a battle. But sometimes, you know, people get into Christian religion and lose their relationship with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes church, and I'm not speaking about the structure. Sometimes church joins up with hell to fight prophecy. You got to focus on the prophecy. Not by the things that is happening around your life. Nathan the prophet is coming and saying, listen, there are challenges. Some of you are fighting battles of discouragement, of unbelief, of lethargy, complacency, just wanting to give up, not having energy to go forward. May... May the Holy Spirit step in, remind you of every prophetic word spoken over your life and may that give you the energy and the capability and the gifting and the anointing to fight every battle in your life and may you come to your place of relevance in the name of Jesus. Sometimes all hell breaks loose. Everything seems against you. Feeling one battle of the other. Don't get disheartened. Look to the word. 
don't do it speak it out praise be to the name of jesus amen see lord where 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 is it that i have gone wrong that i need to correct myself so i can come in harmony with what you're trying to tell me every change is initiated every change so there's a prophecy over solomon but you have to initiate it go forth i don't know jai is sitting on that you can dislodge the enemy with a prophetic word but you got to see lord where am i what where is it that i should correct or change i mean what what is it that you're trying to tell me some people can't humble themselves if you're too big to repent you're too small to be saved if you're too big to repent i mean some you know some people they just go on with their life they don't they they, they have religion christian religion they know the prayer they know the routine but no longer in relationship with the holy spirit of god where prophecies are speaking into their lives you're just looking through the logos of the word but you can't read the word if you do not know his voice can you imagine going through genesis to revelation without knowing what god is specifically saying to you whoa whoa lift your hand and say holy spirit help me holy spirit help me remind me of every prophetic word help me to know how messed up my past is that you got a future for me of relevance holy spirit reveal to me thank you jesus praise you father hallelujah amen take the prophecy and pray take the prophecy and connect with the right people i realized long time back you know i even if you are the pastor of a church you need a higher authority i i have people above me in the lord i've realized through life that what god says is 95% different from the opinions of people <laughs> i mean it could be about a little thing even about a church facility every voice that i listen to would tell me not to buy a property there but i had to go by what god spoke you need people who will pray with you who will believe in the prophecy with you who will say amen to the word of god over your life you need a prayer partner and not a gossip partner 
Open your mouth and say I need a prayer partner. I need a prayer partner. And not a gossip partner. And not a gossip partner. Amen. Stop hanging around with people who don't edify you. Because you could lose your relevance. They could make you look normal, natural and just way beneath what God wants you to be. Luke chapter 9. You know, Peter and John and James are up in the mountain with Jesus. And they suddenly see Elijah and Moses come and speak to Jesus. And Peter says, "Listen, let's let's have a building plan now. Let's just build something. Maybe we can build a cathedral for Moses, another one for Elijah, and another one for Jesus." But that was not the time for a building project. Are you with me? The encounter they were having in the mountain was for an impartation. Why do I say that? Because they came down the mountain and there was a boy who was demon possessed. The father says this boy is thrown into the fire and thrown into the water and the disciples could not cast it out. Who is Moses? The man who was taken out of the water. who could part the red sea in an anointing to bring water out of the rock who is elijah the guy who could call fire from heaven he had authority over the fire in a certain gifting and anointing that god bestowed upon them peter you know he could have moved into significance received an impartation but he had a religious mind let me build something here sometimes you got to know when something is for an impartation Are you with me? To propel you to your future. You need to know when God is connecting you with people how to say amen and see what God wants you to see and hear what God wants you to hear and take it to heart. Look at Ecclesiastes 4. Ooh. Is somebody enjoying God's word tonight? Is this helping somebody? Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Verses nine. Two are better than one. Ah. Because they have a good reward for their labor. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall. See, underline that word. If they fall. The one will lift up his fellow. One will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth. For he has no, uh, he has not another to help him up. That's enough. Did you hear that? For if two are better than one, for if 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 they fall, if two are their chance of falling is low, if. But woe to him that is alone. when he falls so let us know when are you with me if two are there the church is united if a family is united if they fall somebody can lift the other guy can lift but if you are alone when so let us know when when i see sometimes 
so you know lone rangers in the kingdom they believe they have a calling they have a gifting and that they're going to go about trying to do it by their own self to come to relevance even if i have to you know sit on solomon's throne or pull somebody down or whatever hmm but no when you know to connect with the right kind of company there is great advancement there is great protection there is great blessing tonight hallelujah i as your partner if you're walking along with me let me cancel every purpose of the enemy over your life in the name of jesus christ every battle that you're facing hallelujah because you've taken a wrong turn or gone on your own way made come to us it made come to an end in the name of jesus may the hand of the lord set you free may you come to prophetic significance may you understand be able to grasp in the name of jesus rudala houses theri gadagam ramana prabali gadagam connect in the name of jesus connect in the name of jesus yeshu inna naamathil ninde melulla bandaram yeshu in the name of the Lord Rabal Prabana that which you are fighting by yourself let it come let go out of your life in the name of Jesus praise be to the name of the Lord amen god now nobody can fulfill a prophecy by themselves god has to make it happen and you need to connect there are some people that you meet who go out of the way to help you who propel you into your divine destiny i remember when we were building up that place there were people whom god raised up the administration team they they were just like one there was the architects the engineers people who were willing to work people who were laboring the contractors just to see the prophecy fulfilled is just a tiny bit of the prophecy still looking for faithful people whom god will raise up <laughs> amen Praise be to the name of Jesus. Amen. Look at Psalms 17 verse 14. Psalms 17 verse 14. For men which are thy hand, O Lord. For men that are thy hand. So God's hand moves. It is through men. You want God's hand to move for your life? It will be some man. And God will raise up. Luke 6:38 We know that scripture give and a good measure shall be given back to you Look at that 6th chapter verse 38 Give and it shall be given unto you Give and it shall be given unto you good, good measure. measure pressed down and shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom shall men There are people who gave into buying that land into building that place into having those systems 
men whom God raised up. The book of Job. You know, Job was broke when the devil attacked him. Broke as choke. <laughs> that is how Job was. But the 42nd chapter, we know the story. God restored unto Job the double. But how did that happen? Look at the 11th verse. Then came there unto him all his brethren and all his sisters and all that had been in, been of his acquaintance before and did eat bread with him in his house. And they bemoaned him and comforted him for all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Mm. Every man also... See, every man also gave him a piece of money and every one an offering of gold. See, every man... Your blessing, God wants to release you. Take a prophetic word, hold on to it. God will raise up the destiny helpers, the right people who will come into your life to take care of implementing that vision. Ezekiel 22 verse 30. It says that God looked for a man. See, God is looking for a man. So how, do you, how can you fulfill what God wants you to do being manless? <laughs> By being independent. If God needs a man. The angel came to Cornelius house and said, send people to the house of Simon the Tanner. There, there is a Simon who will come and preach. Paul, you have a great calling. But little brother Ananias is to come and lay hands upon you Paul for you to receive sight. God can have a great vision over a church, over a family. You need to take the prophetic word, hold on to it and trust God to raise up the right men to be around your life who will propel you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus into your blessing men are like doors they give you access men will give you access you know I realize something the greatest blessing is not money is God is, is someone giving you an opportunity the biggest thing a man can give you is an opportunity, a platform. Some of you grew up in that facility, had opportunities to serve the Lord in little ways and big ways. And if you do not value it, let me tell you, without you realizing, you will lose your significance. They just started the church in any company. When you, if you value, biggest blessing God gave me an opportunity God gave me an opportunity that man that pastor taught me the word give me an opportunity and you stay humble at that it's like a covering over your life 
Are you with me? It propels you into your future. Lift your hand and say, Yes, Lord, I understand. There are people who help out. There are people who sow forth seeds. I value them. I, I, once again, 16 years, I want to thank everybody who helped us thus far. We've got a big vision. I've got a big burden for the kingdom of God. It's just a few people serving the Lord. It's the entire church serving the Lord. It is to see the revival of God. It is to see this nation touched by the power of the Holy Spirit coming to the foot of the cross, coming to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It's about influencing a city for the glory of God and taking the gospel across the nations of the world. Anybody wants to partner, God help you. Oh, blessed be the name of Jesus. We still want to see more people set free, healed, delivered, and moving into their calling and significance. Amen. And the third thing is a little, it's very simple for some, some of you who are in the Lord for a long time and who understand spiritual things. For some of you who are listening to this, you might not understand it. But to see the victory come forth, there is always an unseen battle in the spiritual realm. Bible, I mean, people would say that people who are prayer warriors or prophetic warriors would say it is the enemy at the gate. The enemy at the gate. At the gate. Jesus said in Matthew 16, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Speaking about the church. So there is enemy at the gate. The gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Every city, every, every, every family has got principalities and powers that try to control it. Every family. I've seen that. Sometimes you go to a home to pray and you want to see somebody come to the Lord. You give them the gospel and they're still blinded. You've got a battle with spiritual powers, principalities at the gate of that family to see that person set free. You do fast and pray and prepare. Somebody, somebody needs to be set free from a demonic trap of poverty or death. You face battles. Now I can't, I can't preach much, but let me tell you, you know, very soon, very soon, there is a mentorship class that is going to be taking forth for people who are interested. Short numbers, but sharing from the word to see God gave me a vision years back that God is raising up an army and he said you're a part of it raise others up to see others stand up to battle forth powers to sense demonic powers to see what they are fighting most people do not even know what they are fighting somebody's marriage is not taking place they don't even know what they are fighting somebody doesn't get a breakthrough they don't even know what they are fighting Somebody wants to serve the Lord and they're pulled back by the courts of iniquity. You don't even know what you're fighting. Matthew 27, 61, 62, we pray together. Matthew 27, 61, 62. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulchre. Now the next day that followed the day of the preparation, 
the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that the deceiver said, While he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again. Command 65th verse, Pilate said unto them, You have a watch, you go your way, make it sh as sure as you can. To make sure that Jesus did not resurrect, the chief priest, religion, and the authorities are making sure, make sure. There's a spirit of make sure that somebody doesn't come into significance. Somebody doesn't come up into their calling or into their breakthrough. Demonic powers, sometimes religion. You speak about God setting you free in your finances, somebody will say, hey, it's prosperity gospel. And that family is trapped and it makes it look spiritual. Make sure religion and authorities determined to make sure Jesus wouldn't resurrect. But hallelujah, there was a prophecy over the person of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, he shall be like in the womb of the whale, just like Jonah was, but on the third day he shall come out. You destroy this temple on the third day shall be built back again. Jesus spoke about himself. Let me tell you, no matter how much or how many things the enemy has planned to make sure that you don't come into significance. I say it as a servant of God, that trap, that seal that the enemy has put stands broken in the name of Jesus tonight. May every make sure spirit that is tied you down in whatever forms be broken in the name of Jesus so you can stand up to significance for the glory of God lift your hands and praise the name of Jesus come on church lift up the holy name of Jesus